Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Good! The Bulls win it! They win it! Pippen runs down the lane. Dumps it out the horse. Packs it for three! Yeah! yeah! Rose crosses over the fadeaway. Got it! Let me step back and kiss myself! Oh my gosh, it's over! Windy City Assassin does it again! We are back after the All-Star break, took an All-Star break of our own. And, I mean, we missed a lot in that game. I'll tell you that. The over hit, like, two, two, two baskets in the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. I think, if you're a betting man unlike me. Um, we're going to talk about a lot with the Chicago Bulls because they got busy after the All-Star game. There was nothing that happened before the game. But after the game, they decided to do stuff, including Patrick Beverly coming home. We're going to talk all about it, the good and the bad, everything in between. On today's episode of Believe in Bulls, you're on the Believe Network, presented by BetOnline.ag. I'm your host, Nick Schultz, alongside my partner, former Bulls bench club member and Tennessee Vols, CJ Watson. CJ, the Bulls finally did something. Took them long enough, 23 games left, but hey, Patrick Beverly's coming home. Yeah, we, they made a, a move, you know, not a big splash, but uh, somewhat of a of a splash. So we'll see if it's, uh, like you said, it's going to be good or bad. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be one or the other, I think. I don't know if it's going to be one of these in-between, like they're going to stay the same. They're either going to get better or it's not going to work out. But, hey, 23 games left in the season. Who knows what's going to happen? There's a lot lot that can happen in the next couple of months. And we're going to look into all the possibilities here. But first, I'm going to tell you about our sponsor, BetOnline.ag. BetOnline remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. Everything from pro and college basketball to UFC, MMA, and more. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup information, player news, and game trends at Bet Online with live betting options, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. Bet Online is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events. It is almost conference tournament season in college basketball, which means March Madness is around the corner. This is getting really, really fun. The races are getting really interesting across college basketball. We won't talk about where my Ramblers are in the A10, but Tennessee looks like they're in good position in the SEC. You can bet on all of it at Bet Online. What are you waiting for? Head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use our promo code BELIEVE to receive your rewards. That's B L E A V. Get that 50% bonus at Bet Online. It's where the game starts. And don't forget, we have an official store of the Believe Network, an official t shirt of our show, Jordan Pippen 98, The Last Dance, available exclusively at shop.believe.com. There's a lot of great stuff there to support the growing, rapidly growing list of shows on the network with the official shirt of our program jordan pippen 98 the last dance shop.believe.com the link is in my twitter and instagram bios so monday we took the day off you were out of town i my, my mom had the day off school so we went to see ant-man we took a journey to the quantum realm figured it, i actually really liked it by the way we won't do a full review because i don't want to take the time but i really liked it and i thought i was still in the quantum realm when i got the alert that shams tweeted patrick beverly to the bulls um i mean russell westbrook went to the clippers that was the big one off the board so Pat Bev's coming home. Interesting fit here, CJ. Initial impressions. Um, I guess I like it. I like his toughness. I like his swagger that he brings. Um, defense, uh, definitely an aging player, but definitely he's he's gonna get after it. He's gonna challenge you. He's gonna challenge his teammates and uh the refs, his own coaches, <laughs> his own front office. Uh, <laughs> so it's gonna be good. It's gonna be uh, if not anything but entertaining, I think, and uh definitely something that the Bulls need, uh, just a little boost of energy. 
Yeah, the pride and joy of Marshall High School. Just I think it's right by the United Center. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, he's. I like the guy, the Chicago guy, through and through. Yeah. I mean, every everything you've seen, all the other teams he's played on, he's got that Chicago toughness, and I. It fills the need. He's got, he's got that point guard model that we've been looking for all year. He brings the defensive tenacity and the leadership. I, I think all of those are qualities you need. Yeah. It's just there's 23 games left in the season, so it's going to be a matter of is this going to get them over the hump? Like that's the question you got to answer here. Yeah, for me too. I think uh, another big thing is his three point shooting. Uh, definitely, he's a capable three point shooter, but not shooting the greatest percentage. Uh, I guess the last few years, but. Definitely will take them, um, but I think uh, the biggest thing is, is he going to make them? Um, and I, th- I think that's just the biggest thing for me. Are you going to clog the paint up for more for Vooch and for DeMar and, and Zach? Um, I would have rather them get, a like I said, a, a capable three-point shooter to actually, you know, extend that range and not be able to, you know, clog the paint. Yeah, he's 34, 34.8% from downtown this year. I mean, he's better than Russell Westbrook. That's all I'm going to say. I mean, when they were talking about Russ, it's like the guy can't shoot. Well, Pep has a better three-point shooter. 6.4 points, 3.1 rebounds, 2.6 assists. And, you know, I think the biggest thing that he's going to bring, he's going to get on people. And we've talked about the need for the leadership this year, guys to get on guys outside of Alex Caruso. He's going to do that. And he said as much that he said he's going to get on Zach Levine's ass. And that might be needed. Look long-term here, not just these next 23 games to end the season big picture long-term I feel like that can benefit a guy like Zach Levine oh yeah for sure you when you have players like that uh, teammates like that it's going to hold you accountable and and make sure they're getting the best you each and every game in practice and uh, on the floor and during games um it's only going to make you better and like for the rest of this season but also for the future and uh that Zach is that kind of player who needs that push and who needs to you know just bring some more out of him and I think it's going to help and going back to the entertainment factor he I don't think it's I didn't think it was possible (laughs) <laughs> to win a post-practice media availability. But he right. won the press conference, or lack thereof, I guess. Like I, I tweeted the clip from How I Met Your Mother when they talk about the Murtaugh list. Have you seen How I Met Your Mother? No. At all? Okay, I didn't no. know if you knew that clip I tagged you in. So there's there's an episode they talk about the Murtaugh list, and it's a reference to Lethal Weapon when he's getting too old for this yeah, stuff. Yeah. And right. they cut it before he says the S word and says stuff. He's too old for this stuff. Right. And that was me reading through Patrick Beverly's press conference media availability with the quotes from the reporters. And the one I've got here from, from Cody Westerland, he's talking about joining the bulls. It's, it's a vibe here. Billy is an energetic coach. He's got a lot of stuff when it comes to X's and O's. He's very right. detailed. <laughs> got a lot of stuff morale of the team. Mm. Everyone's excited, ready to hoop again and try to make a playoff push. Right. That enter- First of all, it's, it's hilarious. That, I mean, yeah, we're yeah. keeping the family friendly, by the way, I don't want to hit right. the explicit <laughs> language button. So I'm going to, we're going to censor it. That that type of mentality where he's just free with the language like that, yeah. even that's something we haven't seen all year. It's a breath of fresh air, in my opinion, from a reporter yeah, yeah. standpoint. For sure. That's what you want. You want, uh, you know, to be free and relaxed, you know, you want to be super tight. And uh, I think that's what he's going to bring. He's going to get guys, you know, just loose and just be themselves. And that's one thing you're going to get with Pat Bev. He's going to give you his true him. Uh, he's not going to sugarcoat it. He's not going to, you know, make it seem uh, anything what it isn't. He's going to tell you how it is. And I, I love that about him. Yeah, and he addressed that too, his playing style. He said, and I'm quoting from Casey Johnson, the way I play, I run through a wall for any team. This is even more. It's a city where I'm from, so I don't know what might happen. I might pull some (laughs) stuff out I never did before. I'm super stoked. Can't wait to get started. This is good energy, fresh energy. I agree with him. This is really good energy. I love this. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Like I said, I can't wait to watch the first game. And just like you said, (laughs) he's he's definitely a player who's gonna run through a wall for you. And like you said, he's from Chicago, who's 
he's a diehard Chicago uh, person, and you can tell it just through his energy, through the way he talks and stuff like that. And it's going to be fun to see. Just like you said, you're not, never going to know what he's going to do, and it's going to be interesting to see. It's going to be entertaining, yeah. at least. <laughs> exactly. And that's one thing they've been missing this year is the entertainment yeah. factor. I mean, last year you had DeMar DeRozan in the fourth quarter. You talk about yeah. entertaining. Give the ball to DeMar. Everybody get the F out of the way. Like, it's the old yeah. Doug Collins line. I'm full of censoring today. <laughs> that's the line from the last dance at Doug Collins in the press conference. But, you know, with Pat Bev, it's going to be like the entertainment of, okay, What's he going to do? What's he going to say? Is there right. going to be a foul? He's going to go grab a, re- a photographer's camera and show it right. to the referee and right. get a technical yeah, yeah. again. <laughs> right. like, that's the type of stuff that you're going to get fans interested. Like, I mean, this, this is beyond basketball. Like this is just the entertainment value. I, the yeah. more I thought about that, the more I'm like, okay, I'm here for it. Why not take flyer? Yeah, it makes sense. Like I said, it's just, like, it's just, it's just fun. Just reading the comments and hearing you say the comments, it makes me excited to, <laughs> even watch him play uh, i'm not a huge fan of his game but i'm definitely gonna watch him play now <laughs> yeah like i mean you, you just want to know what you're gonna see out of him especially for his hometown team and i'm very yeah. curious to see the, how the style of the offense changes because another quote here and this one's clean by the way not to censor anything <laughs> this is he said he told zach levine your job here is to not pass at all your job is to put the ball in the basket that's music to my ears because we've been saying yeah. that for the last three months yeah, it just seems like, you know, Pat Bev has been around a lot of great players. Um, obviously, LeBron and some other great players, Kawhi and, and PG. So, you know, those guys are, are top uh, Hall of Famers uh, one day. And, uh, and Zach maybe get there. And uh, he's going to bring that tenacity. He's probably going give, to give him that mindset that he learned from all those great players and hopefully instill that into Zach. And hopefully Zach takes all that knowledge and that, and that game that he's going to give him and, and use it to his best ability. And I just hope we see Zach settle into a role. Talk about the importance of a true point guard. And we go back to it. You play the position. You know how a true point guard can set up a guy like Zach. So when you don't have one, he's yep. trying to do too much. And if this means we don't get point guard Zach Levine in the fourth quarter, this is going to be the best signing of AK's tenure. Cause I am sick and tired of Zach trying to play point guard in the fourth quarter and turnover, turnover, right. or yeah. shot, turnover. Like let the offense come to you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He definitely has to let the offense come to him. But also you want to see Zach in some playmaking areas and uh playmaking um, I guess uh game game situations. Um, because he has to get better at that. Just like you said, he turns the ball over a lot in those situations, but he has to be a playmaker and not just a scorer, also. Right. Like I like the idea of hey Zach, you're not gonna pass it. Right. But <laughs> there's a balance to that. Right, that's, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, again, you're gonna get this with Patrick Beverly. You're gonna get the sound bites where you're like, now wait a minute, pump the brakes, but that's right. I've that's who he is. And yeah, let's look at the lineup situation here. Would you start him? Um, I think with all the how he's talking, yeah, I gotta start him. <laughs> <laughs> I have to just to see what he's gonna do, how it's gonna mesh with the with Demar and Zach and Booch, and uh, like I said, to see how it all works out. Um, I'm sure it's gonna be like a a five to ten game um scenario to see how it works out. That if he might come off the bench, if he might start, but I would start him just to see you know, how it works out and if it really can mesh and really get a push these last 23 games. You know, it's interesting. When they signed him, my first thought was, okay, Goran Dragic, see you later. Yeah. No, they waived Tony Bradley. Now, Tony Bradley, I don't think he played more than five games this year. I don't have – that's an exaggeration. I don't have the staff right. in front of me. But I, I was not a fan. But I was surprised that, like, you sign a guard, but you waived a big guy. So you've got a lot of guards here. You're going to play yeah. a lot of small ball, which is not a bad thing. Right. I don't think, but it just creates issues like, okay, if you're going to start Patrick Beverly, that means Caruso is going to go to the bench. That means you're going to have Caruso and Dasumu and White and Drummond. 
that's a small lineup outside of Andre Drummond for that two that second unit. I mean, I like that lineup. Honestly, they, like I said, you can switch everything. Um, obviously, Caruso gives you that defense uh, of effort. Um, but uh, I like the small lineup. I, I'm all for small ball. Uh, get get up, get the pace going up faster, which I think they need it. They need to do. They got to score more in transition, get to the free throw line more. So I think that'll open up a lot of things. You know, and thinking about it as I as I'm talking about it, like this is the first time we've had a chance to talk about it. This whole thing. Like, let, let's think about that second unit, because if you put Pat Bev in the starting lineup, it's going to be Beverly, Zach, Damar, Patrick Williams, Nikola Vucevic. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. That's going to be your starting five if he ends up yeah. starting. And Billy Donovan doesn't know if Pat right. Bev's going to start. But that second unit, like, let's let's think about it. You can go Dragic at the one. Kobe, I guess you can go Kobe White at the two, Desumu with the three, yeah. I guess. And Caruso's going to be your four. He can play any position on the court. And Drummond's obviously the five. Like, I think... That second unit, if you wanted to do a true line change, like have it yeah. be a second unit, I don't hate that at this point in the year. I mean, at this point, you're just throwing stuff against the wall, hoping it sticks. Yeah, yeah. And right. Maybe try to make a run. I mean, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. At this point, yeah, you're just trying to throw lineups out there just to see if it'll work and how effective it can can be. If it can get you a win, you know, you're all for it. But uh, mm-hmm. I like that lineup, the second second uh, group coming off the bench. I think it's a lot of energy off that, that group, a little bit of youth, a little bit of of veterans, uh, old, old timers. So I think it's a good mix. Yeah. Cause the, the, the biggest thing here, and there are names I'm missing, you bring in a guy like Patrick Beverly, you're taking, okay, minutes are going away from Derek Jones. Cause you got to move Caruso to the bench. Yeah. And it's going away from Dalen Terry who start, he's starting to come around. It seems like the game's starting to slow down for him. We saw that a little bit in the six game losing streak before the all-star game. Like, yeah. you know, that's the type of stuff you want to see. And, you know, if he gets in with that second, you know, talking about Dalen Terry, that's fine. Give, give him some minutes, let him get his, let him, let the game come to him, like I said, and have it yeah. slow down and outside of practice reps. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I definitely uh, see that for him, but I also see for him is more so just continuing to develop. Uh, I think for him playing uh, another year of summer league would be great for him. Yes. And uh, hopefully see how he does there and uh, hopefully he'll, you know, uh, improve and hopefully come back next year for a bigger role in the team. Right. And this is just a short-term thing with, Beverly, this is just yeah, at the yeah. end of the year. This is not a right. multi-year contract. This was a buyout market. Like, hey, come yeah, play yeah. with us for the rest of the year. And it's, he's making like $800,000 or something right. like that. Yeah, like, yeah. this is not the point guard of the future here. This is to get through the end of the season. And there's a lot of roads that you can take. You know, the Bulls right. are currently 26 and 33. And I say again, a six-game losing streak. They have not won since the trade deadline, by the way. When we came on here and said they should have done something. If yeah. they win the first game after doing something, it's I'm going to be the ultimate I told you so right. when we record <laughs> next week. I mean, but, you know, six-game losing streak right now, 26 and 33. They're, a game, they're two games back, excuse me, of the 10 seed, but they also have a 32% chance of a top-four pick, 7.5% chance of the number-one pick. It is a matter of which road do you want to go down. Now, Pat Bell doesn't want to tank. He made that right. he made that clear <laughs> in no uncertain terms in his right. media, media session. But which road are you gonna go here? Um, I, I go to play it all. I'm going to I'm playing to win. I don't want to play to lose. I think that's just a bad, uh bad vibes and bad juju. Um, I'm going to win. I'm trying to get to the playoffs, playing game and and see where my team can go from there. You know, I get the argument for both sides. I understand where people are coming from. Like, okay, go make a playoff run. I just don't want Orlando to have a good pick. If this right. pick ends up going to Orlando, like that's what, that's where that comes from. And I, I value playoff experience, play in tournament experience. Like I yeah. think that does a lot of good, but I also get the argument. You've got a 32% chance of the top four pick. Now that's according to our guys over at Tankathon, which that, that is a fun little toy sometimes, let me tell you. But you know, if you want to put your trust in the lottery odds, be my guest, 
I wouldn't just because I know that the Bulls right. one time had like the fourth best odds to be the number one pick and they ended up picking seventh because they drafted right. Wendell Carter Jr. that year. But right. it's it's a double-edged sword. I would I don't think I can put my trust in the lottery gods, but that's why I'm not in charge. Right. And that's and that's only if Portland what gets a uh not an eight seed or something like that or something like that. Yeah, so Portland, that's a that's a good point. We'll bring this up too. So Portland right now is the tenth best odds. If they're outside the top 14, the Bulls get the pick. Okay. So as we sit here right now, the Bulls had the seventh best odds for the number one pick. Portland is the 10th best, which means the Bulls don't have a first round pick right now. That can obviously change if Portland goes on a run, if the Bulls go on a skid. There is a world where the Bulls have two firsts, one in the top four and one in the bottom 15. Right. Yeah. So I it's think like, it, what yeah. road do you want to go? Are you going to put your trust in Portland and the lottery? Yeah. Like, what do you want to do here? Yeah, I just don't put my trust in anyone else but myself. <laughs> right, that's how it's, I am. It's too, it's too shaky. I just got to go for the wins and try to see. I figure this roster out. This is what we want to go on for the, the second half of the season. So got to try and make it work. And hopefully these players and coaches can make it work and, and get some wins and, and you know and, and turn this thing around. I played my favorite game. I just did the Sim Lottery and the Bulls stayed at the number seven. Just saying, right. <laughs> that's right. all I'm going to say. Like, you know, with, with that top four pick, obviously all the talk is about where Victor Wemanyama. You got Scoot Henderson at the G League if he declares. Brandon Miller at Alabama. Now, I know there's a lot of stuff. Trust me, I've written a lot about the stuff at Alabama right now. Um, depending on what happens there, Brandon Miller could be a really, really yeah. good player in the top four. Like, yeah. there are dudes. This is just, it doesn't seem like a deep draft necessarily in terms of, like, guys, like, guys you want in those top right. ten picks. Yeah. So, to me, with that in mind, unless you're going to put all your hopes in getting a top four pick, and by the way, if you finish with the three worst records in the league, you have a 50% chance of getting, or 52% chance, excuse me, of being in the top four. Like, unless that's your goal, I don't think you go out and get a guy like Patrick Beverly if that's your goal, though. Right, yeah, I don't think so either. And I definitely think there's some guys in this draft who can be, I don't know, franchise players besides the top four or whatever, but other guys who can be great role players and have a long career in, this, in the NBA. So I definitely think there's some talent there to help you and, and you know, get you a guy, uh, come off the bench and develop him and continue to develop him. Maybe, like I said, he can be, uh, second or third option on your team in the future. Right. Like Scoot Henderson's a, a true point guard. That's going to be, he's going to go in the top four. Eamon yeah. Thompson's currently mocked there from overtime elite. Nick Smith. I've talked a lot about this year. If he can get healthy, he's a stud, but he's got to yeah, stay yeah. healthy. He's, yep. It sounds like he's working his way back onto the court though. You got case Wallace at Kentucky. who's kind of your two way type player. I mean, there, there are guys, if you're looking for a point guard of the future, the one, if you can be farther down the first round, Jalen Hood Shafino out of Indiana, w watch out for him. Kind of the yeah. swingman type. I really yeah. like his game. If you pair it like he plays yep. with Trace Jackson Davis, pair him with a good big man. If you extend Vooch, like you know, you get a good two man game going. Yep. So I like the, the I like the guy from uh, Kansas too. Uh, his last Brady name. Dick. Yeah, I didn't want to say his last name. <laughs> <laughs> I let you say it. <laughs> I won't mention the chants that come up across the Big Twelve, but yes, on, his, I can his only name. Imagine. <laughs> oh, if you watch a Kansas game in a a Kansas road game, you hear it. Right. Yes, his yeah, name, yeah, his sure, name yeah. is Grady Dick. Uh, yeah. he's, I mean, six seven small forward. I mean, if you're yeah. looking for at this point, it depends on where you fall to. If you get a first yeah. round pick, and that depends on okay. That's where we talk about a potential DeMar DeRozan trade in the offseason. If they revisit the Zach Levine trade talks, if, right. if you don't have a first, I think you've got to trade one of those guys and get a first. But yeah, yeah for sure. That, yeah. It depends on where they'd fall in the draft, too. I mean, it's not, again, it's not deep necessarily. Like Jalen Hood Shafino is not the sexiest name in the world. I mean, there are other guys, too. I'm just looking at the guards right now. I mean, Jet Howard would be a home run if you can get him right. somehow. 
but it's just a matter of you got to wait and see and watch for March Madness to improve some of these guys' stock too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's kind of too early to tell, but definitely going to be on the lookout for watching some of these guys and seeing how they they do in the tournament, like you said. Yeah, and I mean, I'm looking at point guards because I just there's a lot of question marks with Lonzo Ball's officially shut down. We've expected this for months now, but it's official. He is shut down. Um, not again, not unexpected. It still sucks that he yeah. hasn't played in 13 months now, going on 14 months. I can always, I just, I keep making the joke. I can always remember how long it's been since I've been out your way and been to Vegas because I was right. on the plane when Lonzo <laughs> yeah. got hurt. Like right. that puts it into perspective. Like I, I said when uh, we were talking about it in our newsroom. Everyone's like, oh, wow, Nick, like Lonzo's out. I'm like, yeah, he got hurt. I went to Vegas in January. I was on the flight when he got hurt. That was January of last year. (laughs) (laughs) So he still can't run and cut. Still a lot of question marks there. They don't, apparently they don't know what's wrong. No idea why, but the big question here, how is this going to impact the off season? Like, are you going to go point guard hunting? I mean, you, you need a backup. That's for sure. Yeah, it's definitely going to be interesting just to see. And my whole worry is just for him uh, personally, just to see how he um, kind of recovers and if he's going to gain weight. Like, I just don't want him sitting at home just with his feet up, you know, for the last you know year and some change, just doing nothing. Uh, I just want to continue to kind of keep working out, uh, keep doing some kind of core, some something, some kind of exercise to keep him moving, so he doesn't just sit there and just gain weight. But they're definitely going to have to find out uh, what exactly is wrong and if he's going to come back. And if not, you got to you know cut ties with him and, and move on. Yeah, I mean, LeVar, his dad said there was nerve damage or some yeah. debris in the nerve or something. Like, I mean, doesn't yeah, sound good. It's, it's, it's LeVar. <laughs> right. Just throwing that disclaimer out there, but I know it's, it doesn't sound good. And yeah. it's it's a matter of two, even mentally coming back from this. Like, that can't right. be easy. I feel for the guy. I yeah, do. yeah. It's definitely alarming just to see all this happening, not being able to run and, and cut and walk. And uh, it's just it's just bad as a as an athlete. Just a, it's a thing that you do that you love and you can't get out there and do it. Just, I'm sure it's heartbreaking. Right. And the other thing, this is more of the, it's kind of inside baseball, I guess, just for the front office. Can you get a trade exception somehow? Can you convert that this year that since he didn't play, I don't know if you can, yeah. I don't know how that impacts the, the cap, the luxury tax. I know that's a right. big term with the Brian stores, the luxury tax. Right. I don't know how that impacts everything here, but it, it, there's gotta be something you can yeah. do, right? Maybe I'll do some, maybe I'll go down that rabbit hole tonight. Yeah. Maybe know. they can file for like disability or something like that. I'm sure it's something yeah. I've, I've seen it before, but it's got to, uh, see if they're going to take that route to try to get some of that money back or whatever. So I'm sure they will. Right. It, it's a, it'd be one thing if he played like even five games this year before re-injuring it. Right. He yeah. hasn't, he hasn't seen the court yet. He hasn't yeah. even ramped up like right. at all. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. So it's not like this is them keeping him being, I don't know if it's, it's not even like a cautious thing. It's he physically cannot do this stuff. So there, yeah. there's gotta be a way to do that. That'll impact the off season too, but there's way too many question marks. I feel like yeah. all around, not just at the point guard. I'm talking all over this roster. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's definitely going to be interesting to see what they do, who they decide to build around, if they try to rebuild or or retool, like uh, people will say. <laughs> I hope I hope they don't rebuild. I don't want to go through that again. Right. Yeah, it's tough, but you know, it's, it's that's the name of the game. I feel like <laughs> it is. It's a matter. It's a what have you done for me lately? But I mean, with a coach like Billy Donovan, I know Billy Donovan's catching a lot of stuff right now on Twitter, and I I don't think that's deserved. I still think he's a good coach. I yeah. think it's just that he's the hand he's dealt is not good. I mean, it, right. a lot of the problems were covered up last year because DeMar went off, but right. now that he's kind of come back down to earth, you're seeing the flaws and it's not Billy's fault. And yeah, everyone, yeah. Not, not totally Billy's fault, I should say, because the first rule of leadership sure. is everything is, but you know, <laughs> it, it's not all on him, but he's not the coach to go through a rebuild with, in my opinion. 
Yeah, I don't think so either. I think uh, I'm sure they might part ways because he has one, one more year right on this contract. Uh, he got they um, had that extension come in, that secret extension over the offseason. I don't know how long it's for, but I know he's right. He, they're invested in him. They're right, yeah. It's at least another few years. So. Yeah, so they they believe in him and uh, they believe in what he's done and what he's doing and development of how he's uh, helping the young guys. So, but I, like I said, I don't I don't think he's a a rebuilding coach. Um, might want to get your guy uh, Jim in there for that. <laughs> oh please, God no! He can stay doing analyst work or get him coaching some YMCA team or something. <laughs> I, I don't want to go through that again. <laughs> doing an internship as a young journalist with that team that was that wasn't fun i mean it was fun i love the job don't get me wrong like i'm not going to take away from that but i sat down at one of those press conferences man that was brutal yeah it was was a learning i'm sure it was a learning experience for you as as an intern (laughs) there was a lot of knowledge there (laughs) i learned i learned a lot of coach speak right (laughs) i learned between between covering jim boylan and porter moser my senior year of college i i am fluent coach speak right yeah hey that's how how you learn (laughs) hey i it makes it real easy to tell what pay attention to what not to pay attention to when i'm covering these press conferences yeah for (laughs) sure yeah i mean don't 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 go through that again i don't need that (laughs) (laughs) so before we wrap up here 23 games left we talked a lot about the offseason we still got 23 games to play what do we expect here Bulls going to stay on the skid, losing six in a row after the trade deadline when they didn't do anything. I'm going to keep throwing that out there. Or are they going to stop this, get to the play in, maybe make the playoffs? Uh, I think, uh, I mean, from the what I've seen the whole season, I think they're going to go, you know, win a couple games, lose a couple games. But hopefully uh, with this Pat Beverly signing, uh, he'll bring some new renowned injury, energy into the building, a uh, different mindset. Uh, and they don't go on these uh, losing skids because they can't really afford it. They got to get on a winning streak and and stay on a winning streak. You know, that six game losing streak before the all-star break, that's just, you can't do that. And uh, the stat here I want to point to is we're going to be done here in a second. There were by my count, three games out of those six, they failed to score a hundred points. And by the yeah. way, the sixth game, they scored exactly a hundred in garbage time. Yeah. It's not acceptable in today's yeah. NBA. Like, I mean, it, if they needed a spark, this is the guy to do it. Pat Bev's yeah, yeah. going to do it. For sure. He's going to be entertaining, like we said, and he's going to bring that defensive mentality, that Chicago mentality, and uh, he definitely doesn't want to lose in his home city. Just like, you know, if I was playing in Vegas, I wouldn't want to lose here either, but he's definitely going to make these guys uh, play hard each and every night. And uh, that's the effect I'm very curious to see is how it translates getting on those guys and the tenacity and you know, if he's going to go off and I have to keep hitting the dump button in the press conference, right. I'll do it. I mean, right. it would not be the first time I've had to have the sensor button ready for a press conference. I love it, though. That's not a complaint. But, you know, the schedule coming out, they're going to get back to action after the All-Star break and the All-Star game, which we didn't even talk about how bad the All-Star game was. That's by right. design. I just didn't want to <laughs> lament how bad. The I mean, the overhit, that's a good mm. thing. But other than that, that game, it was not good. <laughs> you know, after the whatever the hell that All-Star game was, they are back in action Friday night tonight. This episode drops Friday. Home against Brooklyn. You got Washington, Toronto, Detroit, the new look Suns coming up next week. That's going to be a fun game. So mm. I'm not even going to look at the strength of schedule here. Just go play your game and see what happens. That's my attitude at this point. Yeah, yeah. Just play it out. It's only 23 games left. We talked about it, you know, the whole year about how the second half was the easiest part of the schedule. But Obviously, you know, uh, with them losing, uh, uh, you can't tell that. <laughs> so they right. just got to go out there and play and, you know, hope for the best. Yeah. I mean, hope for the best, prepare for the worst, 
I don't know. I was ready to get to the off season, but now I'm even more intrigued with right. this new signing. The, bringing in a Chicago guy like that, that toughness. I mean, that's a, a, it's a cliche. It really is. But no, th- there is a toughness to Chicago guys. And yep. bringing in the pride and joy of Marshall High School, man, I am, I'm here for it. And I hope yeah. it has a ripple effect beyond the basketball court. Very, yep. very, very curious. I will be dialed into that game for sure. Well, that's a wrap for today's episode of Believe in Bulls. You're on the Believe Network presented by BetOnline.ag. Use that promo code BLEAV, 50% welcome bonus for all your NBA and college basketball betting needs. And buy our shirt, Jordan Pippen 98, The Last Dance, shop.believe.com. CJ, we'll get back after it on Monday. And I'm sure we're going to have a lot to talk about with this new look, Bulls. Me too. And I think I can't wait for the sound bites for post game from Pat Bev. That's, that's I, what I'm looking forward to. <laughs> I wish there was a way I could kind of integrate him in here with the Zoom. And it's just, it's too tough. But he's. That, that, those press conferences are going to be must-see TV. Right. And it used to be with, with the last guy who I already said his name, but I'm keeping up with the bit. You know, <laughs> press conferences were must-see TV for the wrong reasons. I'm very, very excited to see. You just don't know what he's going to say. Yeah. I love it. So we'll recap all of it on Monday. Until then, have a great weekend, everybody. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.